Let's do this tomorrow. Just record an outgoing message after the beep. You got the number two P.I. in town, Dick Dirk, doing the dirty work, jerks. Pew, 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 no. pew. You've reached Dick Dirk, attorney at law. You're not an attorney. Oh, you're quoting my mom's birthday cards now? Richard Dirk, P.I. I'm away at the moment. But if this is the widow Lucinda James, you can go f- It's Richard Dirk, and I'm getting to the bottom of this Jack Daniels. So please leave a message. Engine! Don't say that. Huh? Well, well, I'm a party machine. Oh, no. Hold, hold my hair back. Your hair's short. You've reached Richard Dirk, attorney at large. Not a real thing. Oh, and now you're quoting my doctor during the penis pulling exam. You reach Richard Dirk. I'm currently away because I'm dead. Gwen murdered me. She is a short brunette, probably over shopping at a men's plus size footwear depot in Newark right now. Also, leave a message. Really? Dick Dirk, do the dirty work, jerk. <sighs> Let's do this tomorrow. Now, the Pope Tales of Gwendolyn Green. As a junior detective, Gwen spends her nights peering into New York's seedy underbelly, falling down its rabbit holes and solving the unsolvable. Sometimes on purpose, always unlicensed. Tonight, we find Gwen, her main bitch Vicky, and Uncle Uli, leaving an apology note to a suspect Mr. Dirk felt he wrongly accused of dognapping in the case of the missing poodle. Sounds easy enough. Get your gun off my spine and we can talk it out, dognapper. Only if you give me the poodle and tell her to take the taser off my neck. Fair enough, dognapper. Gwen, dognapper's not pro-tasers. You fooled me once, but I caught you. Let Vicky go, dognapper. Name's not dognapper, it's Longinus. Gross. I know. Just give me the poodle and no one gets hurt. Wait, where's that old freak? Behind you. And it's Mr. Old Freak. How is that better? Uncle Uli. A few of the dogs I uncaged got a bone to pick with you, dognapper. Oh, nailed it. Some aren't mad. They're aroused. Help! Help! I'm not an alpha! Where were you? You guys started yelling and threatening each other, so I ate their food, freed the dogs. Nice. When did you swipe the keys? After I fucked dognapper's wife. Wait, what? Technically, she fucked me. It's a new sex thing. There's more to life than the missionary, you know? We were gone for ten minutes and you boned Dognapper's wife? I did a chicken grease move. It was nuts. I'll draw it later. Should we cheese it before the cops show? Why? We caught the Dognapper. And released a bunch of rabbit dogs into the city. He kidnapped those dogs. Yeah. But while we're talking, a few other dogs are making love to him. I think they're making love to each other. <laughs> Either way, he's no alpha. 
This is exactly why I told you guys not to come. Literally, this scenario. What are the odds it happened again? Six to one. <laughs> At noon, Vicky awoke on Gwen's couch to a hangover she'd name after her proctologist. After blinking the room into sight, Vicky started to fart, but clenched as Gwen stormed in. April 14th? The fucking 14th. Don't yell! I got a bad Dr. Pooh finger headache. Ugh, what's wrong? I can't reach Dirk, and it's the 14th. You know what this means? He's dead. Probably one of those high-end black market mid-month organ donor deals that go awry way more than anyone with Medicaid can imagine. <laughs> what? I mean, what do you think it means? He didn't give me my W-2. I don't know what that is. How do you exist? I need my W-2 so I can do my taxes. Your what? Do you mean your taxis? Have you... Never done your taxes? Oh, no. Mama and Papa have a guy who donate nine mil to some people for me, and in April, I get paid. I never, quote, unquote, do taxis. It's so urban. But what's a W-2? W to what? Is it like a boys to men thing? Also, do you say, quote, unquote, when you're quoting the act? Shut up. A W-2 is a form. You don't say, quote, unquote. You quote with your fingers like this. Fuck your tax bracket. Yo, don't hate because you can't fucks with that life. I fucks with it. I ought to go to the office and see if I can find my W-2 there. Want to come help? Uh, I'm still lying down. I never uh, sat up. Why are you here then? Don't you live with your parents? <laughs> don't you live with your parents? Really? They've been gone since I was eight. Uli adopted me after the ballooning incident. I know. I was just repeating the thing you said. You've known me since I was six. Soon as I said it, I was like, no, not cool. It's not cool. It's sort of really fucked up. I know. I'm so sorry. We were arguing. I had to fart from earlier, and I wanted to win. <sighs> Can you at least feed the poodle? Of course. Anything. The food's with her, so just... Get up. Ah, I'm lying down, though. I hate you, Vicky Vance. I love you. I love you, too. Exiting her building, Gwen kept her head down as she walked up the street towards the subway. Dick wasn't answering his phone, but he must be at the office, along with her W-2. Her senior PI barely knew how to manage an answering machine. Can't be expected to answer every call. Or at least that's how Dick opened his best friend's eulogy, who died while leaving him a voicemail. Gwen rummaged for her metro card, visualizing where it could be among her mess of receipts, coins, and crumpled cash, distracting her from the two men approaching her. Any idea what Dick Dirk is, Miss Queen? Gwen jumped back, lifting her arms in the kind of fighting stance that comes along with a gasp. <gasps> Who are you? There's no need to fear, my dear. We're the- Well, we've been looking for your boss all day. Are you headed to your office? The two men wore matching white button-down shirts and skinny black ties. Who wants to know? Just other players on the stage. Christ, uh, where, where's your office again? The men stood between her and the subway entrance. Get out of my way before I move you. With that, they both smiled and put their hands up. Oh, uh, we, we apologize. Didn't, didn't realize you were so rash. A ball of energy, pen up ready to explode with a fervent haze of reaction. It's tough to live. It's tougher to die. Dude, stop talking like that. No. If you'll excuse me. Gwen's expression, fuming, meaningful menace as she pushed past, drained of blood as she walked away. 
Who were they? And why were they after Dick? Where are you, Dick? She had to find him first, if not to warn him, then to at least get her W-2 before anything happened to him. God damn it. Located in Soho, Dirk's office was on the 15th floor. Outside were free-range models, waxed mustaches, and a Broadway that looked more like a Disney acid dream than the dark photos of New York hanging in the PI's office. Getting off the elevator, Gwen stepped into darkness. The hallway lights were out. The floor was silent, except... Hello? Who's there? I... I know you're here. The PI's door was kicked in, the lights out, and the room pitch black. But someone was inside, which raised a few questions as Gwen tiptoed in. Mainly, what the fuck? Do you have it? Where's the algorithm? Where's Dirk? Oh, Miss Green. It's you. It's you, Gwendolyn. She was alone. Gwen stayed on the floor, mulling over what had occurred. Who was that? That sound? After her eyes adjusted, Gwen searched the office. Every inch was trashed. Maybe too trashed. There was definitely a struggle. As far as the junior detective could tell, everything had been moved, toppled over, or rummaged through. But nothing was missing. Then, cutting through the darkness, suspicion that you what, wh- why are you here no no stop stop no stop it's gross gross maybe it's a goof he sounds drunk i thought this was a goof but it's not i hope i don't sound drunk this is the widow lucinda james you've got some mother gwen stood at dirk's desk of all the papers tossed over it none were unmarked envelopes but under the desk Dirk's safe. It was open and usually held a few hundred dollar bills, toilet moonshine, car lube, and Dirk's mint condition dungeon porn collection. And today was no different, except one of the magazines had decreased in value. Its front cover ripped. Dirk would never tear a Senorita Dungina issue. It must have been the intruder, but why? And that's when she put the pieces together. Every other issue of Senorita Dungina, Leather Lovin', and Ouch, Ouch, Ooey had one non-sexual thing in common. Mr. Dirk's home address is on the cover. That's where the intruder's headed. Wait, is he masturbating with car lube? Dirk said. Once Gwen had seen him swallow his own pre-swallowed vomit and not stop reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. So what grossed him out? Gwen bit her nails on the subway, letting her mind slip to her mother. You can't chew your way to an answer, she'd say. You've got to find it. Before an answer, Gwen found Dirk's door. 
Like The Office, Dirk's door was kicked in. As a shot of adrenaline pulsed through her spine, Gwen entered Dirk's apartment. The floor was covered in a sea of empty beer bottles. So Gwen moved slowly, careful not to make a sound. Why? Well, the hooded man standing alone in Dirk's ransacked living room hadn't heard her enter or take out her taser, of course. Hmm. Wonder if tax season's this stressful for everyone. Hands up. What are you doing here? I didn't do anything wrong. You broke the door in. What? I I don't kick doors. Why, then? I have really thin ankles. It'd be terrible for... Not that. Why are you here? I'm looking for Mr. Dirk. I went to the office, but he wasn't there. Why are you here? I'm his junior detective. We can help each other. If you put the taser down, I'll come closer to the talk from not across the room. Why do you need Dirk? I need help. I swear. I, I didn't break in. Just please believe me. He lowered his hood, revealing a face as inexperienced in bad times as his ankles were in kicking doors. He was handsome, but maybe it was the light in the room leaving ghosts on his grin, marking him, deep down to the junior PI, as trouble. But Gwen always did have an eye for trouble. I believe you. What's your name? Hector Savala. I'm a male model. A man model. Not like a postal envelope model. Not anymore. Right. I'm Gwen. Gwendolyn Gween. Shh. You hear that? In the hall. What are you saying? Shh. Shh. Quiet. Someone's coming. Let me just get closer to you. Shh. Shh. Don't move. I can't hear you. What'd you say? Not to move. Stop moving. Oh. Cool. Why, though? I think someone's coming. If Dirk's here, we take him back. I've been looking forward to this since autumn breezes turned my thoughts to cold chills. What does that even mean? You've been writing poetry again, Bo? Yes. I don't want to be as angry as you, Joe. I'm not angry. I don't dig poetry. Now be quiet or I'll punch you. Hide! Throwing Hector behind the couch furthest from the door, they fell with a thud. Shh! Gwen hissed, hoping these goons would drop info on Dirk's whereabouts. And although she heard them open the door, she never heard them entering because creeping through the air came another sound. Only this time, it was behind her, followed with. When wake up, please. I'll sing to her. Die now. I'm awake. What happened? I found you knocked out here. How do you know the Schwanz? You mean Savala? I mean Schwanz. Were you two spooning, or is that a fear boner? Oh my god, I know. And he's wearing corduroy pants. Why? It's like talking to a 3D painting. Hey, you're up. So are you. Yep, yep. You okay? What happened? You threw me, and I was like, what? And then you go, shh. And I went, oh. Then a strange noise. Like Tic Tacs rattling? Yeah, then your friend woke me up. Main bitch. Her main bitch woke you up. Vicky, how did you know where I was? The Fitbit I got you doesn't only inform you about your health, but me too, with your location. What? What? Relax, I'm your main bitch. Stop telling people that. Just, ugh. I don't think I can do this anymore. I have no clue where Dirk is or my W2. My Fitbit's low jacked and I probably have a concussion. So you don't dig the tracker? I don't. 
The Fitbit also says I sweat a dangerous amount, so <laughs> there's also that. I just don't think I'm going to find Dirk. Okay, you want to call the cops or something? Can't. Dirk refused to call when a hero once after he sneezed and the cops said, God bless you. They all hate him now. Well, their job is dangerous. Fine, forget Dirk. I can just pay your taxis for you. I know you're being nice, but that's not how fucking taxis work. You mean taxis? Yep, I'm done with all this. Irritated, defeated, and a little concussed, Gwen got up. She'd take the audit, hell. She'd even design Dirk's missing persons poster, she thought, trudging through the sea of empty bottles. All cheap beer. But wait, were they all the same beer? Gwen picked up a bottle. PBR Extreme? They're all PBR Extreme. I didn't even know that was a beer. It was discontinued. It was too extreme. But I know one bar that gives it away. God damn it, that's where Dirk is. How do you know? Are you sleuthing? Did you just sleuth? Look around. All the bottles here are empty. He's going to need more. Oh, she sleuthed! She's totally sleuthing on us! You didn't even know! Yeah. Yeah, she sleuthed. Back when Gwen's mom took her to school, passing a bar felt like passing a cloud of foul odors, mad-capped burps, drunken lore, and vacant men with that wasted twinkle in their eye that kids poo-poo and catfish later on in life. But you don't live with Uncle Uli for 20 years without stepping into a bar. And there was only one in town that gave away their PBR Extreme in bundles. So with Vicky and the Schwanz in tow, Gwen made her way to McHuggins, where only the city's vilest scum came to drink and carry out their twisted nightly revelry. Gwen! I'm so glad you're here! Watch me stand on one foot! Uncle uh, Uli, I don't have time. He's actually great at it! I saw him do it once. Hector, this is my uncle. Uh, Hector Savala. Nice to meet you. Uh, hi! Uh, more like Hector Schwanz. Is that a first impression boner? I called it a fear boner! I can hear you. Hey, I can hear you too. Where's Mr. Dirk, Uli? Schwanz and I, I mean, me and Schwanz, I, I mean, uh, this guy's penis, oh, I mean. <laughs> Dirk? He's right there. There he was, Dick Dirk, hunched over a stool. He looked a lot like Tigger, freshly released from the Hundred Acre Woods, with nothing but an eight ball in his pocket and a bender in mind. Gwen approached. Mr. Dirk, we've been looking all over for Queen. you. Queen! Pull up a drink, order a stool. Shopkeep. 87 more beers. Are you okay? Are you hurt? I am great. Unless you mean emotionally, because I'm not. I'd really love to talk no, to someone. Stop. I have no, stop. The office was broken into. Your apartment was trashed. People break in the office a lot. I'm the number two PI, you know. And what do you mean my place was trashed? Did someone fix my door? You know about your door? I encourage intruders. Yeah, they see kicked in doors. They go, and then I get them. Wait, why were you there? I need my W-2. I need to file today. Today? Jeez, Gwen, that is, that's irresponsible, okay? I, I've been drinking nonstop for 24 hours, and yeah, I watched a baby fight a rooster, but I filed. I'm disappointed, Gwen. You know, I, I got your W-2 on me because I'm an adult, but next time, ask for it. I did. Wait, what? What happened in the office, then? The answering machine message? What grossed you out? I was recording the greatest message ever, and BAM! 
my Alcoholics Anonymous sponsors finally found me and forced water down my throat. Who? Them. Standing for the first time in 20 drinks, Dirk pointed to the front door. Entering the bar were two well-groomed, overly sober men who made their way towards Dirk fast and neatly, like Mormons who need to pee. It was the goons from Dirk's place. But before Gwen could reach her taser, Dick Dirk stood on his stool and did the dirty work, jerk. Everyone! Those two men are AA sponsors and they're here for you. Tear them apart! Wait! We're here to help, Dirk! Don't fight the winds of change! Oh, this is why I hate doing stuff with you. Who talks about winds like this? Sorry! I'm trying to better myself, Joe! What are these guys fighting about? Oh, so now you're trying to be better than who? With me? Yeah, well, so what if I am? That's it! I'm punching you! Not if I punch you first! Can we stop this? No, no, no. We should split. Whoever survives this battle is coming after me. Look at them go! Like animals! Sobriety is an ugly thing. God, stop scratching me! Stop scratching me! You're biting! He's biting me! Hey. Gwen, I think I'm gonna go. What about your case for Dirk? Don't you need his help? I thought you'd help me instead. Not in a stead, but as one word. Instead? You'd know the word? Uh, you sure you don't want Dirk? I'm not exactly licensed yet. Dirk's peeing and vomiting in the street. At the same time, I'm good. You never said what you need help finding. Let's talk about it over dinner or, or beside it. I don't want to eat on top of my meal. Um, let's meet in the office. Sure. Yeah, yeah. See you soon, then. Bye, Chavance. He can hear you. What? I'm not hiding it. Gwen used to say there's no logic in working for a drunk. But if you get used to the twists and turns, some days are simple. Still, in Gwen's town, where lives are lived on the New York Minute, and the towers that keep us company cast the darkest shadows. Simple doesn't last long. So, as the group shambled away... Fuck my face, I forgot. Gwen, this bracelet came in an envelope. And no idea from who, but it's got a tiny engraving. You see this? Does that say green? It does, and... <gasps> what is it? It says BB Queen. Who's BB? My mother. This is my mother's bracelet. Sir? It's Hector. I didn't get the bracelet. I was attacked at the PI's apartment, but, but sir, I heard him. It wasn't a total waste. I found another way to the Gween's bracelet. Their long-lost daughter, Gwendolyn Gween. Sir? Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess we don't say bye. This episode of The Pope Tales of Gwendolyn Green P.I. was written by Daniel Contreras and Chris DeLuca. With the stars Alice K. Johnson, Caitlin Eggers, Christina Pitter, Antonio Thompson, Sam Fox Harton, 
Daniel Contreras, Chris DeLuca, Richard Christophorski, Spencer Andrew Taylor, and Dylan Brennan. Music by Andy McCarthy and engineered by Taylor Roy. Good night.